Yes, sir. What's up, y'all? Y'all know what it is. Corsair Radio, 630. It's Thursday, and we are live. We got a lot of NBA talk going on. We are sorry for the delay. We had a few technical difficulties popping up in the stew, but we made it back. You know, I'm going to figure it out. I'm IT at the same time as DJ and production. You know, the star of the show, the face of the franchise, your boy Shice, right in the building. It's Courtside Radio. We going up. But I got the PG with me, and we got the three in the building. So I'm going to see what's up with my fellas. What's good, fellas? We back, baby. Let's go. Hey, we are at it, man. Mike Kettle PG is here with my guys. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's going on. crazy. Hey, y'all know what it is. Magic Johnson of the show, Mike Kettle PG. And Mr. Showtime, Hines, the Larry Bird of the show. What's up, Hines? ba ba bang ladies and gentlemen. We back courtside live, baby. Woo! Channel minor Clipper Dale Hey, so... Hey, we don't yeah. we don't speak about Clipper Daryl because he out on Instagram posting every time the Clippers are in first place. That's that's weak and petty. Yeah, he posts it and it lasts literally for all of ten minutes usually. Man, because hey, because the Utah Jazz is playing amazing. So shout out to them. But what is up with Dallas? What is going on? The Cowboys suck, and now the Mavericks suck. Like it is crazy. The team that's supposed to have the MVP for this season, um, they aren't looking great, man. So uh, right now they are the 13th uh, place team in the seeding when it comes to the Western Conference. Um, you know, they just ended a six-game losing streak with a six-point win over the Hawks. Hey, what's going on, Bruce? I'll let you tackle it first. What is wrong with the Dallas Mavericks? Uh, I think they're still trying to figure it out, man. I think they've struggled with uh, injuries to start the season, which kind of kept them out of rhythm. You know, I know the pressure of, like, potential MVP may have gotten to Luka, but they're still missing pieces. Like, they lost Seth Curry. He was, like, a a big piece for them. They're trying to, like, incorporate a couple new guys. But I think with – they're one of those teams that, like, COVID is affecting. Like, not just, like – people catching it but just the fact that you play this season this way there's less practices like I said there's a new team there's guys missing I just feel like they really can't catch rhythm and then they get Porzingis back and he's playing okay but you know like he just came back from a, a big knee injury like it's gonna be a while or or just an injury period like before he gets comfortable so like I'm not too worried about it because they, they that's they had a bad skid for sure and we can we can definitely say that uh that Luca hasn't been as like good as he should have been, but he's um they're still like you know like they're still ava- like they're still in contention you know like they still have a chance. It's not like the season's over for them. It's not like they can't get better. It's not like they can't go on a streak of ten to twelve games or you know win like ten out of fifteen. You know, so I'm not too worried about it. But I think the struggles come from the chemistry. And Luca can't shoot for nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, PG. Well, since I'll take that one, I'll take that assist. Uh, look, 
right now the Mavs are experiencing a lot in terms of COVID, like you had mentioned, Bruce. But one thing I think we need to make note of is Luka Doncic spent this offseason trying to bulk up, getting big, yeah. getting muscle. And because of that, it's changed his body and his ability. Yeah, he was shooting terribly from three for a while and still is realistically. But it's a slump that changes when you change your body. And not to mention, the guy is leading them in every statistical category. So it really is kind of hard to pick apart a guy who's doing, by definition, everything for your team, yet you are still losing by double-digit figures. It's almost become a norm now. You see Bradley Beal dropping 47 and expect a loss, and you see Luka Doncic to have a triple-double with a loss. Yeah. It's just going to take time. They will get healthy. Porzingis is looking good. They were in a close game with the Matt, uh, with the Warriors earlier tonight. I was looking at it when it was 193 in the third quarter. Like They will get better as time goes on because they will naturally get healthier, and Luka will start to adjust to his new, bigger frame. Yeah, like I think that I think it's just like time, you know, like like you said, like especially like when you're working on your on your body in the offseason. Another thing, they didn't have a long offseason. Uh, Luca had a lot of injuries nagging in the bubble. He had a bad ankle sprain in the bubble, you know, and he pretty much had to get right back to it after about six weeks. Who's to say like that's something that hasn't bothered him throughout? Um, like it's just it's tough, man. It's a tough season for a lot of teams. And you can tell, when we, at the, especially at the beginning, we were seeing like 50-point blowouts to like good teams. It was like, wait, what's going on here? You know, and I just think that like this is one of those rare occasions where you have to take all the outside factors into consideration. And um, I think it's starting to affect long term uh, with these teams. They might be a little fatigued right now with some schedules and some travels. And then mentally, man, like mentally this pandemic is the most draining things. One of the most draining things that we've ever probably experienced. So, like, um, yeah, and the Dallas Mavericks are a major victim to it. They're dealing with COVID both inside their building, which is preventing them to having all of their players available to play, right? And they're also now having to deal with players that are recovering from it. So, we don't know how bad these guys have had it. And you have to pair that with the other teams in the Western Conference are on the rise. We're talking now so much about the Utah Jazz that they're not talking about them because they're the top seed in the East and the West. Then you see the Clippers are playing well, the Lakers are playing well. The Warriors are still fighting for games night in and night out, and they're a story pariah because of what's occurring there. Like, there's so many other teams now that are playing either piss poorly or beyond, beyond their game and their level at this time or what we expected that the Mavericks are also just a victim of they're not playing up to their ability and it's just going to take time for them to readjust. Yeah, man, I think they'll figure it out eventually. Um, it's not like too crazy, but like the, the West is deep, man. Like a lot of teams are playing well. The East has been good this year. Like the competition is high and Dallas is one of those teams that you circling on the calendar because they've, they've basically knighted Luka and he's the next thing. So it's not going to be easy for him. I didn't expect him like they're going after him. So those struggles, like, is, like I said, like when you got teams giving you their best every night, like you better bring it. And he's still good. He's still going to give you a 30 point triple double. But I think it's the uh, it's the pieces on the outside that they got to work on. You know, like I'm well the pe- the other the other um, compliment complimentary players. This, the same thing that we talk about with football, how teams adjust. A guy can have a breakout season, and then next year they figured him out, right? 
Yeah. Teams aren't figuring out Luca, right? They're not figuring it out the same way the NFL would, but they are now scheming and making it harder for him to score. They are oh, legitimately yeah. pressing him on every possession. They're, oh, they're beating him, him up. They're go to the line. Yeah, and that's they're the way that they're out to beat him. He's so, he's getting when, worn out out there for sure. Like you can just tell 100%. when he gets in that paint, uh, the way he's like. He, he, I don't want to say he's getting a LeBron treatment, but that whistle either is not getting called <laughs> or he's like taking these way off balance shots. And like you said, they're forcing him to the free throw line and he just hasn't shot well as far as like the outside shot. But he's still going to give you 25 to 30 points a night, 10 to 10. So, um, And that's why he's still going to be productive and the Mavs will figure it out. It's yeah. just going to take time for him to adjust to his new body as well as adjust to what he can take advantage of in the league. Being yeah. a European guy gives him the advantage as a ball handler. I think that's pretty understood at this point. Yeah, European they, players, generally speaking, have better ball handling skills because they play more guard-centric. And that gives him an opportunity to adjust his game accordingly. Yeah, man. But uh, So, uh, Himes, do you have your Celtics dump ready? Oh, man. I've got my dump, and my dump is big this week, people. This dump, let me tell you, is brought to you by the one and only courtside radio coming straight at you from the good news radio in Let's Boston, go. California. Got to show some love and a shout out. And also, if you can, don't forget to check us out on social media and like and subscribe to us at courtside radio LA on all socials and at Himes, Alex Himes on YouTube, where you can catch the latest episodes of courtside radio and everything else that you want there, sports update wise. But this dump, people, is the fact that the Celtics need to target some big men. We've heard about it enough. I've talked about it enough. It's now finally that point in the year where the Celtics are now able to make targets on whom they would like to acquire and specifically guys that can play an integral goal for our title run. And right now I'm going to give you three guys that I think the Celtics should pick up if they can. And Bruce, I want you to tell me which one you like most. First, we have the one and only Andre Drummond. Drummond is a guy I've coveted for a very long time, since his days in Detroit. Drummond is a down-low post presence that cannot be solved. A rim runner on both ends of the court, he's a big man down low with a moderate low post game and has the ability to rim rock from each end of the court and deliver a nice furious block every night. And let's be real, the last big man the Celtics had that was actually labeled a big man was Kendrick Perkins. And when was that? Ten years ago now. So having a guy like Andre Drummond would be a seamless fit for us. But now... My second player is we're going to save this man from the reality that he is accepted, which is being an all-star talent, underutilized, and stuck on a team that is not reaching and not getting the potential. And that is Nikola Vucevic right out of Orlando. Let's save this man. Hear me out now. Nikola Vucevic is one of the rare bigs in today's game, being that he is a big man that has shown year in and year out, at least for the last five, six years now, that he is a both offensively sound and defensively sound player. He's shown mostly availability and readily available for his team night in and night out. His ability to stretch the floor with his consistent elbow jumper is something the Celtics could definitely utilize. Having a big man that has respectable range from a jumper means that the lanes will be that much more open for guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to slash the rim and get those easy slams. Most definitely. Not to mention, they could expand the pick and roll game going from just simple pick and roll with a guy like Robert Williams to an extreme pick and roll with a very big 
big in Vucevic that can do pick and pop, pick and roll, and also back down with a low post presence. He's a consistent rebounder, and Vucevic, to me, is the cream of the crop guy that one needs to get saved and two could be perfect on this Celtics team. Most and definitely. Finally, Go for it, finally, man. Keep Bruce, going. I'm giving you the one player that you wouldn't expect. We're going to go and actually play a game of which Laker can become a Celtic. And this game now actually finds itself playing in New York where the Celtics managed to shake the devil's hand, make a deal with the Knicks for one Julius Randle. Randle this season has shown single-handedly that he is an offensive weapon that needs to get recognized. Albeit that he is on the New York Knicks, the man is walking around scoring 20 night in and night out with getting respectable rebounding numbers, getting himself in double-doubles more so than I've seen him do. He's finally putting an end to the chatter about him not being a serviceable big man down low, not being big enough, and not having long arms. The man is a scoring machine down in the post, and something the Celtics lack is low post scoring. Someone that is a consistent threat down low, and that can also get those 50-50 balls for the offensive rebounds on the wing for guys like Tatum and Brown to knock down those shots. So my three bigs are Drummond, Vucevic, and Julius Randle. And Bruce, right now, i got to tell you, the guy I want most is Nikola Vucevic. I've coveted him for years. The man's on a good contract. We got that TPE exception from the Hayward deal. I think he's a seamless fit. Man, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, every you, – you make a great case, and it's honestly because these guys are just like – they're good players. Julius is a shocker to me, but he has played so well. I don't see how that couldn't work out for you guys. I think you you need you just need a post presence. But Drummond this year, I'm shocked. Like I I feel like I've watched more Drummond now, and just the things he's doing at his size. I was like, I didn't know he could move like that. I didn't know he was like he had a little off the dribble game. And then we go with Vooch, and like Vooch is a no question. Like, his he's finger a, roll game is trash. Because if you saw that. <laughs> That was terrible Nah we're not gonna go there With the finger roll But like he's just a presence man And you know To be able to get 20 boards regularly It feels like Is like something That you you can't teach But Vooch Hands down Is probably your best bet Like he would He would He would catapult you Into like the the one seed And probably stay there Because you can play Through him at times Man You know where Drummond You can't really play Through him offensively And then Julius Yeah you can But you know He shoots some jumpers It's not true to slow the game down when the playoffs come. And that's exactly what the Celtics need is a big that can get some touches down low to where once the game slows down, they have that post figure like, all right, we can go through him. So, um, yeah, man, I like it, man. So, shout out to the Celtic dump. Um, um, the- nah, only, we only do that for champions, man. What are you doing? Uh, but uh, shout out to the Lakers. Just, just shout out to the Lakers just because – um, still top top seeded, top three seed in the West, so it's all love. But man, it's time to take it, you. But I'm channeling my inner Nick Young face on you right now. Man, whatever. Hey, but uh, it's time. It's ATL time. Thanks for that, Hans. But uh, it's around the Woo! league. Let's go. It, it, it's hot. So the NBA uh and the Union, uh the NBA Union is working towards a March seventh All Star game. Yeah. Um. So, so far, if the starters were named today, you mm-hmm. have on the West, Steph, Luka, Bron, Kawhi, Jokic. Yeah. On the East, Kyrie, Bill. Bill was um, the leading guard. Leading the guards, which is crazy. Kevin Durant, who's leading in all votes. People are just happy to see him back. Embiid and Giannis. Um, so, my two things for you guys is 
should there be an All Star game? Because De'Aaron Fox came out and was like, "What are we doing? It shouldn't be an All Star game." Um, and are you guys okay with those starting lineups? So, Bruce, you want to take it first? Sure, man. I'm fi- I'm fine with the lineups. Like hands down, like that. That's gonna be fun to watch. You know, for us, it's usually about who who's gonna be the um like the 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 reserves. So yeah. we like you. You really get excited about that, like who the coaches pick and stuff. Like you kind of know who the starters are, but seeing Bill with those votes, the way he been putting in work, I'm glad he got it. Like, man, I was so excited. I'm like, damn, like, the fans ain't doing him wrong. They you know not because they see him, bro. The pressure they with the the memes and him out there yeah. just dying and crying basically every time he take a L after he put up 50. But um, because right now he's over Harden, so if that stays up like Harden, yeah. that's gonna be crazy hard not starting. But yeah. just the fact that um. The fan, like, cause usually the fans trick it off. They start somebody that shit. Like, come on, man, why is he starting just because of the name? Hey, hey, hey. let's not forget that the NBA had to implement the rule because the fans almost got Zaza Pachulia into the starting lineup in an All Star game. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think the best part of it, uh, I, like, yes, like they really don't need to have an All Star game this year. I can see why you'd be like, nah, and like the fans would be like, that's fine, like we're cool with it. But the way they're trying to do it with the whole one day. We'll knock it all out. Everybody will be in the building. We'll keep it limited. So there's no fans for the most part, but there'll probably be a few. Um, by March, I think we'll be at a better place because things have improved throughout the um, the country yes. as far as like the, the virus. Everybody's starting to get. We're getting our herd immunity. We're getting the vaccines. People are starting to be a little bit better with protocols, at least out here on the West Coast, and I want to say up north uh, in the northeast part yep. of the country. Now down south Midwest, that's a different story. But we, <laughs> we're not, we don't talk hey, about hey, that. They out there. But um, if it's one day and then another thing is you're giving all the other players this time off, Mm -hmm. which I know they need right now. Mm -hmm. Man, this is like having Christmas break right now. Like you need that. Yeah. Like everybody needs that. I think they should extend it to like 10. You know, like just give them that time off. Let them get a little fresh. Like let them relax. Let them spend some time with their people to where they don't have to worry about it. Then, you know, shut them down for a few days and start getting tested. Yeah, but, um, and, and they haven't, uh, you know, they haven't even released that part of the schedule yet. So they, yeah. that can be something they say. Man, let's give them some rest, uh, you know, and, and find a way to squeeze in these games. Himes, what, what about you? Do you like the starting lineups, and do you like um, it being an all-star uh, game this year? Uh, one outright, I could care less about the starting lineups, to be quite frank. I actually am going to go all the way with what De'Aaron Fox said. I, I don't see the point in an all-star game. I think that the only advantage is to give these players time off, which they 100% deserve, like we had mentioned. I don't care for having an all-star game this year. I don't really think that it's necessary. I think I'd actually rather see a season play through fully then I would rather see an all-star game occur and then potentially there be issues with players coming back because they go home on their 10 days off, you know? To me, it doesn't seem necessary. It seems like it's a cash grab, which I get. The NBA is a business and they need to make their money. But if the players are happy with it, okay. But do I personally, as a media member, think that it's necessary? No, I think it's honestly and quite honestly a waste of time. No, yeah. So, um, but I, I got to watch you, Hines, because you said, man, yeah, I don't think that they sh- the NFL season is going to finish because you knew who was going to be playing in the Super Bowl, so you tried to stop it. So you know how you man, do. But, um, leave me alone. So uh, just help. just to continue. And I'm out here wearing gold right now to mix with you. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. That's, I love it, man. Um, no players yeah, test yeah, positive yeah. last week, so that, that's big uh, around the league. Uh, the WNBA free agency is going up. Yeah. You know, it's a I lot mean, of huge move. Move. I mean, when we see the big – 
when we see the, one of the goats move like that. Yeah, but just, I understand it. She's towards the end of her career. She's she want to go back home. Like, mm-hmm. why not? And you know, yeah. she's she's decorated. Like, she's done yeah. everything she needed yeah, to. Candace in this Parker league. got MVPs, championships. Like, what else? <laughs> what else? I want to go home. I want to go home. Like, that's cool. And, and Chicago and not bad. So y'all not talking about my sexiness no more because uh, Taya Cooper over there. So. <laughs> she show sure is. Hey, she she hey, kind of hanging on it. But um, yeah. Um, last thing to take you around the league. A uh, fan wasn't ejected uh, for the back and forth with LeBron. Uh, I'm pretty. I know you guys seen it because you know, um, especially you, Bruce, because it was our Lakers playing against Cleveland. Um, Who didn't see it? Yeah, that that's that would be the issue. What do you guys take on that? Like, should she have been kicked out of the game? Um, and thing, you know, things like that. Like, she should, should she have been kicked out of the game? Yeah, for back and forth. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't engage with them with the fan, with the players, not at not to that level. Like nah, and then like you like you see that this isn't the first time. Like it's kind of like something that's gone on for a while. So, I, yeah, man, get her up out of here. I mean, she apologizing on social media, so yeah, clearly she was in the wrong. She could have said some craziness. No, for real. Yeah, but like I said, like to have history, like pretty much with just like heckling. It's like yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't know and the you history already part. like that kind of rich to where you you at the game. Yeah, yeah. Like you like you can heckle the go, player and go you get at you the a game. box. Go sit like, up there, man. In a nice like box nah, like we're not about to do this. with you get up out of here. Yeah, like, you gotta respect the situation we in. Like you should be thankful you here and you want heckle like this. And that that was the only issue with me was the fact that she took her mask down to talk. You know, yeah. And get she out. kept the mask up. And it's just like oh y'all going back and forth. Words can be said. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what the fans. Do you know like to uh, imagine if it was Utah? What would have been said? It would have been crazy. So, uh, Heinz, what's your take? Do you agree with her being ejected or no? No, I think it's actually quite stupid. I get why not why fan interactions with players is an issue, but right now, more so than ever, we're in a pandemic. She took her mask down to talk to the guy, that's an automatic no no, especially right now. So, you're getting booted out of the building for that. Talking up until then. No, give the players some sense of normalcy. That's and like LeBron said, I needed that interaction. Yeah, they don't have those interactions with fans because nobody's there. So having that is so refreshing, not only for the fan but for the players. Like it was strange for me to see someone talking to LeBron mid-game, like having a fan there, and it felt so normal in the same breath. And I was happy to see it. I was unhappy the NBA kicked her out because, yeah, she talked. But it's just talk. Let the players handle it themselves. They're men. They're grown-ups. The, if the woman sits back down, it's not an issue. But she took her mask off, and she had to continue talking. And that's just because of the mask. That's the no-no, and I understand that. But if it's the talking perspective, no. I welcome it. I want that. I want players to have that sense of normalcy. And I, as a fan, want to see that because that delivers me some sense of it, too. No, yeah, and I, I agree. I, I, You know, I like the fact that she's there. She's talking. You know, some of the players... I know they miss that, man. It's like you play in an empty gym. Practicing is always like, eh, I'd rather play in a game. But imagine you're in a bigger arena and there's no, you know what I'm saying? There, there is no no fans. Like, I know it's tough for them. So, you know, she just got to keep the mask on. Uh, and if she's a repeat uh, offender, then it's like, okay, it's an issue because you just... It's even now you're Dude, even like more I said, noticeable. Her being in the building for one, yeah, you already the game. We already you already got some pull, so yeah. you're known. So people gonna know who you are and know that you heckle. And I'm sure 
Ron knows who you are as well. Because oh, I was in Atlanta, am I right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he yeah. go to that city. I'm sure he's seen you before. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like you said, the mask situation is like, no. Like, yeah, you, you're not following no. protocols at all. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, get up out of here. Like, you are not about to sit here and yell at our player. We find out he's positive tomorrow. And then uh, you out here with your mask off. Like, nah. Yeah. He's going to so nip this so in the bud. be the one player of all players in the NBA not to do that with. Man, facts. Yeah, man. you don't mess with the goat, man. And that that's where they they messed up. She talked to the wrong one. Now, if it was Kuzma, she would have been good. But you don't mess with Brian, man. But hey, Michael, Michael, what's Bruce. up? And that's when courtside Karen realized she fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, she's not with courtside. I had to let everybody know she. Hey, Himes, uh, we gonna, we gonna get a new one going. I'm gonna send you another login. Or can you send another right. login to us and we'll. Uh, We'll get it cracking because you got only got a couple. Oh minutes, yeah, right? yeah, let me load it up for my man. Three minutes, dope. Yeah, man. So give me a sec. Um, yeah, man. That that's around the league. Um, I'm I'm hoping it's an All Star game because you want to see a guy, especially if Bill ends up yeah. the top guard. You want to see a guy like that start, man. He deserved to get that love. Um, now it's my favorite time of the show. Um, every Thursday, this is my this is a, a little bit of my fun time because I get to release the hate. And uh, it's that time, Bruce, for the hating ass Michael segment. Let me get. Oh, a little, you know what it is. Let me get a little oh, bit of hate. Man, hate, hate, And Bruce, I know you agree with me on this one. Shame on you, people who were out there trying to put shame on Chloe Bailey. Oh, come on. I'm like, what come are you on. doing? Let this woman live. She's 22 years old. Let this young woman live her life. I'm hating on you haters. Why are y'all because mad? Because that's they what y'all jealous. doing. Why y'all be jealous? Yeah, why y'all jealous and talking about, oh, we thought you were a different type of... No, she's still a woman. And she's sexy. Her body is crazy. Crazy. And she just wants to have fun and let the world know. I know y'all know me as me and my sister as these kids singers, but I believe she's 22 and her her uh, sister is 20. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like they're not little kids anymore. Like these nah. grown women. You know, and she just want to go out there and say, "Hey, this is what I'm working with. What's good?" And guess what? Michael the PG has been watching. And I want to know what's good. So all you people out there hating on that woman for doing what she wants to do with her body. Like, where was the Me Too uh, movement at? They were supposed to be there to protect her and be like, hey, it's her body. Y'all can't tell her what to do. But shame on y'all. A lot of haters out there. And there was probably a lot of dudes who who don't like, you know, beautiful women. So, you know. um Shame on y'all, man. Goofy, goofy guys. Goofy guys who are like, hey, man, I respect you as a, uh, as a, as a singer, but man, this is what you're doing now. Yes, she has sex appeal. She yeah, has, wait, wait, wait. she guys, has to I use it. To mention one important thing. Let me hear it. That woman, courtside Karen, ironically enough, was offered a porn deal by a website. I forget. The oh website. yeah. Oh, they can always do that. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> they can always they do that. $50,000 to go on a live stream and talk about what happened and then quote unquote in the email it read and feel free to show your basketballs to the world <laughs> look talk want to do an interview with your tits out yeah. we'll cash you out hey so sh- shout out to that but um she ain't no Chloe Bailey Alex you you interrupting greatness right now man but oh, uh, hey do you know who Chloe you know who Chloe Bailey is bruh do you 
Yes. Okay, okay. See, Hodge knows who she is. And I'd y'all be in a room on a low like, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. Yeah, come on, bro. So y'all need to stop doing what y'all doing, man. Let that woman live and let, let her show the world that she's blessed because she's only 22. Yeah, so she's going to be 25. Ooh, then she's going to be 28. So... Come on She let, probably gonna look like that forever too Man let the you know games that black don't begin um, Y'all haters out there man So that's man. the Mike Hill uh, Hating ass Mike Hill Mac segment is your man. booty dragon Facts so, Go do some squats I'm not rocking with it Bro. So I'm <laughs> hating on y'all haters For doing that And making her have to explain herself And probably crying a little bit It looked like Shame on y'all man My hate is for you man Let me hear some of that hate Bruce Man give it to him Cause y'all deserve oh, man. it. Man, hey, 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 So y'all deserve that, man. So before we get to the final topic, which is you know we're gonna talk more Super Bowl with my guys here. Uh, we got a new thing that we're gonna be doing every Thursday. Along, so we got my guy Bruce in here. Who, if you listen to the show, you know, you know this guy is Mr. Supreme, Mr. Undefeated. Um, so and then he always comes in with the Jays and stuff like that. So when, right, I do my thing. When you come in the stew, you got to be like, damn, like, you know, hopefully, you know, you can't even bring a guest because if he kill you off, he might leave with your guest. Man, you know? look good, feel good. <laughs> Facts, Facts. But, hey, so he gives you the team of the weeks every Monday, and now he's going to give us the sneakers of the week every Thursday. So, man, should we do sneakers or drops? Because I know you know it all. We'll do a drop of the week. Uh, the most hype drop of the week okay. More than likely And we, we're gonna have multiple So we'll probably go through Like a couple of upcoming things A couple of other things That we missed out on But yeah. today was a You know One of those days In the sneaker world Where everybody yeah. went For a pair of shoes That they probably didn't even want And they took the L And they went to Twitter <laughs> yeah. And cried Man I mean this is Did what you we win? Did. No oh, okay I, I was about to say No Come on bro Like bro. I'm about to show you a picture L's right daily. now. Man. <laughs> L's I, daily. I, I used to say call me L O Cool J, but now I'm L L L L L L L L because of that damn app, man. But yeah. it's it's crazy, man. But give, give us what you got, man. Yeah, so this morning, you week. know. So normally, like basically like I said, what we'll talk about is the drops, and you guys can if you want to reach out, tap in, or hit us up on IG and talk about it. Yes, I saw the picture. <laughs> yeah. Dude had all these phones. But um man. so I've been a sneakerhead for like Ever that I, as long as I can remember, I've always wanted like the latest, the, the greatest, the hottest, whatever it could have been. But the game has changed, and the pandemic has made it a lot more difficult to get shoes because of technology, for one. And then, like everybody wants shoes now, you know. And then it's like so much money involved to where it's like a hustle in a way to where you get a pair of shoes, you you get the shoe, you sell it right away, resellers and things like that. Which I'm not mad at. People always like, oh these resellers. I don't care about you reselling. Get your money, man. There's money out here everywhere. But today's date, uh, today's drop was the Dunk High Ambush, it's a, and it's like a pink. They're called the Cosmic Fuchsias. Everybody woke up this morning, tried to get the shoe, and the Ambush is a um, is a Tokyo-based fashion label. Um, so whenever you get a collab like this, especially with a, with a big retailer like Nike, yes. everybody's on it. The the um, basically the. The materials on the shoe are like so premium. You can just see the leather on the shoe. They they originally had a white and black color that Zendaya had wore on a magazine shoe cover. It yep. just blew the shoe up. Everybody wanted it. It's just a dunk high. It looks a little funky. But who didn't want the shoe? You know, if to resell or just to have. You know, it's a nice shoe. You want to post on IG that you want. But you're going to post an L. So that's what we went through today. Everybody woke up at 7 a.m. and took their L. 
on uh, sneakers. But we'll talk about a couple other things that we'll be looking forward to coming up. And you know, for me, my favorite shoes are Jordan One. How about you? Yeah, Jordan. I, Jordan One. Bread. I used to say the Elevens, but Jordan Ones and uh, the Fours are. They just grew on me, yeah. bro. Like yeah, that's the just ones, Fours they, too. Yeah, Fours too. The Ones grew on me. Love too. me some Elevens, but they when they changed the cut on the shoe, I stopped liking them as much. Mm. Still have a few pairs at home. But um, we like one thing that we've been struggling with with this pandemic is all the drops getting pushed back. Mm-hmm. We're not getting all the shoes when we thought. But the Jordan One is just it's still running hot, bro. Like it has not lost any steam. We got a pair coming up on February 10th, which is the Jordan One High 85, which looks pretty much identical to the original that came out. There's a. Uh, a white and gray pair A little stealth gray pair that, That's coming out Everybody's pretty hyped on Clean Nice summer shoe Get ready for it But if y'all don't want it Don't try Cause I'm trying to get on sneakers And catch these dubs Yeah for real Y'all just making it bad You have dudes out here With these bots And all these things Plugged up Like you just showed me The picture And it's a dude With like a hundred phones In a room Running trying to get A pair of shoes Yeah like, and it's, it's How unfair. can I compete with that I'm over here with one phone <laughs> yeah. I cannot compete Man, y'all y'all out here cheating for these shoes. What y'all gonna do is people gonna come masked up and not protection mask of COVID and they gonna come get them shoes. So y'all need to get them together, man. Uh ooh. Just I just showed my kill on February 15th, the Griffey Max One's coming back mm. out. Yeah, boy. But yeah, man, uh every week we'll talk about sneakers. If y'all have any uh favorites, we might do like a favorite sneaker and we'll I'm sure we'll do some like talk about you know clothes dropping supreme is off right now but uh they'll do their their spring summer drops in like another few weeks um i love me some supreme love me some um hundreds uh like you said undefeated which was a store that we all as as youngsters we grew up going to getting shoes and, and clothing and things like that yeah but um streetwear man streetwear is is big is popular um, fashion has gotten more lax to where you don't have to go everywhere professionally, especially when you have like NBA leading the way in fashion pretty much and like setting the tone for what people wear in the streets, it seems like to me, um, which kind of fits in with our show. Yeah. Um, because people like PJ Tucker just influence so much in, in the game. LeBron even influences so much when it comes to fashion game. And then even the guys that go crazy, Russ, James, all yeah. that. Like this is something like that is huge. Since Al- maybe even Jordan, you can say, uh, maybe even Magic and Bird when they came with the Converse. Yeah, kicks, they came with the Converse first. Jordan came with the baggy shorts. Then he yeah. started wearing the Jays. Then you got AI yeah, who the, just the changed the game. Yeah, AI changed the game for real. And fashion is a huge part of the uh, the NBA, you yeah. know, which we cover. And we want to make sure that we fashion is huge in yeah. all sports culture. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it has changed it to where. Um, a lot of companies use use athletes as like their models and their um, like just people you want to see who yeah. got the hot stuff on. And you know we're getting all these collabs and things like this. I mean hip hop as well. So you know when basketball and hip hop get a hold of something, that's pretty much where it's gonna go. So and we're that's all excited why we and got hyped. Black History Month yes, because sir! we create the culture. We are. You didn't know we are the culture. So. That's what it is, man. So you got any more, any other drop, or that's it? That's pretty much it right okay. now. Uh, we'll, we'll update you guys next week. For the next week, though, like I said, you guys will be looking forward to um, a week from now, looking for those Jordan 1 high 85s, white and gray, sneakers app, chic, 
Go get your uh, yeah. SNS apps. Like, go download all these apps. Uh, look on IG. Do all your raffles. Run around in the stores and find out who's dropping them. Tap in with us on IG if you need any updates and any information. You know, uh, but yeah. right now, uh, like I said, it's going to get real quiet because we had some pushback. We had a lot of dates pushed back. But when you get around uh, All Star All Star break and All Star game is when you get all the drops. And I Facts. think that's part of why things have been pushed back so much. But usually, like All Star Week is when you get all the heat. So um, February is going to be a good month, and early March as well. So y'all look forward to sneaker of the week and we'll, all this culture talk and this uh, streetwear talk. So let's do it, man. Y'all hey, stay fly facts, out there. Man. So make sure that y'all, you know, tell all the sneaker heads that you know in your family. This is why they got to listen to Courtside because. Bruce is going to drop some knowledge on them, some drops that maybe they even missed to be like, oh, snaps. I need to be expecting that one, man. So thanks a lot, Bruce. And never slip on StockX, man. Like, you can sometimes get your shoes for the low. Hey, StockX you know even hit. Sleep hey, on, guys? What's that? You guys shouldn't sleep on Kelly Oubre. He just had a, his career high night, 40.7 of 10 from three. Wow. wow. See, we make shot. You see that ball go in a few times. It becomes... You yeah. know, uh, well, he, we know he's a good player, you know, and we oh, know yeah. he was gonna like he had to get in his rhythm, he had to find his his place on that team. Wow. If forty points, forty seven to one sixteen, that's how much they beat him by. Damn. And the final, Kelly Oubre forty points, Steph Curry twenty eight points, Danny. Oh wait, who is this? What is this? Draymond. Well, he just hit a step 11. back. Fade away from the top, so looks like wow. Lakers in five. Draymond <laughs> at 11, 6, and 15. Hey, Ooh, 15 assists? Draymond no, is 15 rebounds. Oh, okay, 15 I was say, damn, he was in his bag throwing dimes. But yeah, man, so make sure y'all tap in every week, man, for the drops of the week so you guys can know what, you know, what dropped that week and maybe what's coming up, you know, so you can prepare and maybe go buy you 20 phones so you can win all the shoes like these people do out here. But uh, Courtside Radio... And if y'all got any connections, hook us up, man. Yeah, we'll rock this shit on camera, yeah, you know? Yeah, man. We will We will rock everything, take flicks, Send do whatever all the free stuff. Yeah. Post you on IG, YouTube channel coming up. We're going to get that going for the spring, summer for y'all. So, uh, yeah, Facts. definitely, man. Hey, so Courtside Radio... Uh, is the Instagram So make sure y'all go and follow If you're not Tell your friends Your family Your everythings uh, Because y'all need to be Tapped in with us um, Before we get to the football talk Finishing it with basketball Basketball uh, Throwback Thursday Player of the week Is a guy actually trying to come back And continue to play But uh, was a big time member Of the Lakers 2009-2010 uh, champion uh, Pau Gasol hey, Who hey, we haven't wow. saw In a while man Pau Gasol uh, I'm gonna say it here right now, and I'm—I think y'all should agree that Pau Gasol should be the next Laker jersey hung in the banners because you know he—he he was a big part of those championship teams. He helped change the culture uh, along with Kobe Bryant for the Man, Lakers to win he? again. Six-time All-Star, uh, four-time All-NBA, uh, tw- 2001-2002 Rookie of the Year, career averages of 17 and nine rebounds, three assists. Which does uh, not do him any justice because uh, he a was block, a uh, nearly two blocks. Yeah, he was uh, he was nice. His best year, which tripped me out when I saw his numbers. His best year scoring was actually just twenty point eight a, ge- a game, so only twenty points. Yeah, and I was like, damn. But that's because he like he was he did everything in the defense as yeah. well. He he was he was. I mean, Powell wasn't like his second best player was Mike Miller. Yeah, you know? Powell wasn't like somebody wilding out like just blocking everything at the rim. But Powell was like an all around player. He's a great passer. Yes, and then if you saw. 
high, if you ever saw any highlights, especially with the Lakers, you you know those big guys that want to be guards. He always had a little, mm, yeah. a little sauce on him sometimes. <laughs> I, I just remember the little underhand scoop pass. Ooh, to the no look. Oh yeah. god, that that Great. was crazy. But yeah, man, Powell's still trying to get back in the league. I thought the Lakers at least give him one year to finish out there. You know, maybe one another not championship. Too far. Don't, don't, yeah. don't look past it yet. Yeah, you still got that it, roster. It still spot. can happen. So um, you know, let's see what happened, man. But a big time uh, part of that championship team. Once he came, the Lakers. Made it to three straight finals, uh, winning two of them, winning the last one versus uh, Alex Himes' Boston Celtics. Shout out to the Lakers! Oh, yeah, man. So, Pau Gasol is this week's uh, throwback Thursday Player of the Week. So, just be on the lookout. Uh, tap into Instagram uh, right when the show ends so that you can check out your highlights of uh, Pau Gasol. Um, but... It's time to talk about a day that I had circled on my calendar since August because I knew it was going to be a game that I was going to be deeply involved in. Um, But the Kansas City Chiefs played this Sunday. We don't got to watch people play Madden. And just to let y'all know that Pro Bowl, those dudes were trash on Madden. Like I would love to play y'all for money because I'm coming up because they were (laughs) trash. Even Snoop, Snoop be showing scores of blowouts he was on there looking sus man playing terrible out there but uh yeah super bowl sunday um i talked about it um you know with my nephew uh kahari who was in monday um so make sure if y'all missed that episode go check it out uh you know it's pretty dope but um i got my guys heinz here uh bruce here uh heinz we're gonna start with you uh your expectations for this super bowl and who you got as the winner and and give us a score too just to see oh, who can get it right. I'm so. going to make this short, sweet, and simple. Like I said earlier, I think it's 31 27. The one person I learned never to bet against was one Tom Brady. I've never bet against him. I do believe in the Chiefs, so I don't think there are any advantages or disadvantages. As much as I hate that man, I'm agreeing. Hey, man, yes. the Raiders should hate him forever for that screw job. That man, but he was getting me paid all playoffs right now, so I ain't mad. Oh, okay. I love it. I so, keep it simple, short, and sweet. So, Bruce. What's your thoughts, man? Who you got? Um, and w- first, what's your expectations for the game? And I've then- never been more excited to watch a football game. Wow, that's like, crazy! I, y'all are like box office. No. I'm gonna give y'all respect. <laughs> like, who don't want to see Patrick Mahomes out here playing like this? But with with what I've seen from Tampa as far as their defense and pass rush, and then Tom Brady not being scared to just throw that thing, even if he's throwing picks. Doesn't matter. Like he he's out here, so I expect a shootout. I expect him to score over the fifty five points that they have projected. And but I also wow. I'm not sure if I'm ready to bet against the Chiefs, honestly. Yeah. Like I picked y'all to win it. I didn't think y'all would be playing Tom. <laughs> and now that y'all playing Tom, I don't want to bet on either team. No. Nah, because I like I, I'm a little nervous about it just because one thing I did say this year is like this is where you guys struggled at times. You guys have had issues either offensively or uh, stopping the run. Yeah. Now, if uh, if Fournette comes out and like Ronald how he Jones. and Ronald Jones come out and they they play well like they have been, um, that could that could kind of hurt you guys, especially if they can keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. But another thing is Tom wants to throw the ball, and y'all secondary is taking everything out the sky <laughs> right now. Fact. Y'all got the honey badger back there. You you guys you guys are. What you need, basically, like that's why I think these teams are so perfectly matched. Okay. Um, 
Except I, I don't know what I don't really know what Tampa's gonna be able to do against Pat. If they can't get to him, yeah. If he gets an extra second, if he can ev- evade a little tackle or yeah. something at the line, it's gonna be a problem. Tyreek Hill, 50, 60, 70 yards. And the, their usual play style is a lot of um, like you know they like to to play man, so they leave uh, Bunting and um, and uh, what's his name Carlton Davis alone, and that's why. Tyreek killed him for 200 in the first quarter because it was like, it's you versus him? Oh, this is easy. This is what y'all got? Yeah. yeah. Pat was just just letting it go. And I'm curious to see what adjustment they made. Um, everybody, a lot of people picked Buffalo to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Josh Allen's the hottest quarterback. He's this, this, and that. But the Chiefs actually beat them worse than they did the first matchup. So clearly the Chiefs was able to learn some things and got better with it. And now you give Andy Reid uh, two weeks off. Um, you do not give Andy Reid two weeks yeah, off. Yeah, so you give him that pretty much that bye week to prepare for you for a team that he already beat. Same for Spags, who Tom Brady didn't look great versus Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Brady didn't look great. You know, three interceptions in the second half. It was just the fact that Green Bay lost that game. I don't care anybody say Tampa oh, yeah. Bay didn't win. No, Green, Green Bay, lost, Bay lost the game. Like they didn't do what they were doing all season, which was going down and getting points. And their defense gave them three extra possessions. Yeah. So, but I, they also the O line gave up a lot of sacks. No, yeah, true. Like Aaron Rodgers was running for his life. Yeah, and it was like especially in be key moments he was getting sacked too. Bro. Yeah, like, you can't you can't do that. But you and know he the, knows that. But like, but their what could issue he do? was their receivers are slower. Yeah. You know, with the Chiefs, you got Tyreek, Sammy, yeah. Nicole. But let's not take away from the fact that Aaron Jones went out. That too. Aaron yeah. Jones was hurt, and he had the worst game of his career that yeah. day. Two fumbles, right? Yeah, two fumbles. One of them led to a touchdown because mm. it was like right at the ten yard line. But That's when he got hurt too. Yeah. So, but I, I got the Chiefs winning um, 27-17. Uh, really? Uh, you, you think it's going to be that low? Yeah, I think that people are underestimating the Chiefs' defense, and the Chiefs are going to come out to, to look to stop the run. And our, our secondary Ward, Breland. Um, Sneed Sorensen uh, Honey Badger Juan Thornhill Who look, finally looked like His rookie self This last game He looked healthy He balled out With five pass breakups Against Buffalo I just think that The Chiefs secondary Are going to be ready When they played Tom The first time uh, He threw uh, two interceptions So I, I would expect Another two in- interceptions And I think their defense Is going to do A good enough job So the Chiefs won't score 30, 40 points So 27, 17 um, We got our guy Pocket Burrito here King of Touchdown with Tangents um, make sure y'all, baby Hey, make sure y'all tap in Because, uh, you know they, Of course, they're going to talk about the Super Bowl And um, they're going to talk about How much the Chiefs are going to win by So it's going to be beautiful I know I'm going to be tapped all the way in, so I'm excited for that. Um, Before we get up out of here, it is Black History Month. Um, Deshaun Watson, uh, we see what he's going through. How do you guys feel about what Brett Favre said? Uh, I actually didn't hear it. So Brett Favre pretty much is like, man, we get you guys get too paid too much to talk about circumstances. Just play. You know what I'm saying? And out of all the people, Brett Favre? He's the guy who's saying this, the guy who who um, kept retiring and coming back, playing uh, yo-yo with the Packers. And Sending then, dick pics. Uh, that too, which is wild. But then going to the Jets, wanting to be traded to the Vikings because they had a stacked team and things like that. 
I just think that man, they're 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 doing that situation wrong. Um, you know, and some people out there in the media are saying like, if he was a white quarterback, it would be it'll be handled different. You know, because if you think about it, Eli Manning wasn't even playing in the NFL yet. Said I'm not playing in San Diego, so they had to trade. Uh, same thing John Elway did, you know, a long time ago. And you know, it's just something that quarterbacks do. But for some reason, Deshaun Watson is wrong for you know, I guess the way that he's doing it. But I don't know, uh, Hans. What's your take on that? I personally think Brett Favre is in the wrong. I don't mind exactly what Deshaun Watson is doing. I mean, given the situation that he was put through with Bill O'Brien and the management being as incompetent as it is, I mean, you want the best for your career. Yeah, you're getting paid, but there's nothing great about winning if you're not getting paid if you're not winning, especially in a sport that's so dominated by the concept of it. He's a quarterback, too. He's driven to win. He wants to be in an organization that will give him the best opportunity to do so and an organization that will actually treat him like an asset, a valued member of their organization. I don't see an issue the way he's pushing for it. I think Brett Favre is just from a different era and needs to learn that this is the player-driven era, no longer the shut-up-and-do-your-job era. Yeah, and, you know, and that that's just the way that most of sports it look like it's going, you know, with the NBA probably being the leader in that, you know, once LeBron made that move and then KD um, and now James creating that, that super uh, trio out there in Brooklyn, that, yeah, man, just if Deshaun doesn't want to be there, you know, they don't have to, you know, he has a trade clause. That was their fault for putting that in his contract. Now they got to choose a team that he would like to go and play for, um, you know, so... We'll see what's going to happen with that situation. But uh, once again, happy Black History Month. Uh, make sure you go and learn something amazing about uh, amazing black people today. Maybe go learn about Jack Johnson, the first uh, black heavyweight uh, champion in boxing. Um, Jim Brown, One Night in Miami. You saw that yet, Bruce? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, man. Uh, but I know it's good. But check that out if you can. With uh, It has characters, uh, Sam Cooke, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, and Jim Brown. But uh, that's been the show, man. That's that, it, man. That, that's Courtside Radio. But I'm just going to say, Brett, Brett Farr, shut your ass up, bro. I don't care about what you got <laughs> to say like, with you your one Super Bowl till you get multiple. Ain't nobody worried it. about that. And honestly, it's it's always for the black guys, it's always shut up, do just get, take your check and go on about your business. For the white guys, it's like, oh my God, like I, I hate my coach. And he's fired. Like, so shut up and yeah. leave us alone. We finna get this money. Facts. So uh we are out this thing, man. Thank you guys for tapping in. Hey, make sure y'all go and check out the TGN radio.net slash courtside uh radio where right when you take it takes you there, you can listen to all the episodes right there. Right there on the website. You're gonna see our beautiful uh picture there. Um, you know, a little little uh story about who we are. And then you can get all of the latest episodes and, and they're right there to easily be uh reached. So uh Follow us on Instagram. Um, the Throwback Thursday is out now. Go and check out our guy, Paul Gasol, when he used to put in work with the purple and gold. Um, yeah, we thank you guys for tuning in. Touchdown and Tangents up next. Uh, they call What y'all calling this, Pete? I said Pete Kenny. Um, oh, it's called the Chiefs Kingdom episode. So y'all know it's going to be lit. Mike cut y'all. You, yeah, we done with it. That's too much. That's hey, too so, much. He's going crazy. Hey, but we out of here, Hans. Any, any last words? It's kosher. Any, any last words, Himes? Oh, it's all kosher here, ladies and gentlemen. Check us out on social media at HimesLA and YouTube at Alex Himes. We'll see you tomorrow Hey, next week. See you next Monday. Um, hopefully we're talking about a Chiefs win. Peace! Deuces.